When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the one and only T-Quest. You are tuned into the T-Quest show. Relatable, informative, yet entertaining. Shout out to all my listeners. You guys know I got so much love for you. And if you are new to the show, welcome. That me as a promoter, I was doing my job. Or someone was smart enough to tell you about my show. Because you know what's on and popping. Because your girl T-Quest stay lit. Now, if you haven't already, make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at TQuest GLM. Download your TQuest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your App Store and sign up for my mailing list on my website, GodLoveMeWorld.com. Now that I've taken the first minute to promote myself, you know it's only right to share the platform with somebody else. Today's gentleman, I'm not even sure if he remember, but we actually done an interview before, and he is quite an entertainer, if you ask me. So I'm going to catch up with him today and see if anything has changed within the last year, and, you know, see what's going on with him. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just get straight into it. Let me introduce to you, G Supreme. All right, all right. How y'all doing out there? T-Quest, we good. <laughs> me? <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember we, I remember we did the interview for the Last of the Gods album. Exactly. That was, um, like, last year? Yep. In mm-hmm. August. I released it in August. So, mm-hmm. something, something in between then and, you know. You already know. So, catch me up. How you been? I'm cooling as, as much as you could be cooling in this, this whole situation change. Yeah, the new norm. That show actually came, like, true. Like the title, not yep. the actual show. <laughs> yep. So you know, I, I'm a studio guy. That's why I'm late to the interview, actually, because I've been I was in the studio working on my new song, and you know, time just fly by. Sometimes you're in the studio, and I'm so, my bad. Yeah. I didn't mean to be late, but that's what happened. No, so, I understand, you know, but you know, that's that's for me to know, not the people. No, no, I need the people to know that too. It's not good to be late. But they, know, they, but they didn't know that. Late, they didn't you know. Gotta apologize. So, you but they didn't know. So, late. there's nothing to apologize for if they didn't know. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Only me. I want the people to know how I am. You know, I like to reveal who I am. You know. You revealing that you late. <laughs> no, that, that I, re, I, re, I know my problem when I make a mistake, and I don't have a problem with apologizing for making a mistake. True. But business-wise, if they didn't know anything going on behind the scenes, they don't need to know on the air neither. You hear me now? Unless I want them to know, you know, then it's different. You right. So let's get right into it. So what you been working on recently? Well, I just dropped this song with me and my man Herb Seed from Jamaica. Superstar reggae, a dancehall artist, you know what I'm saying? And dropped this song called Done Done, like popping up on the scenes, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, uh... I had it. I had it in my head, you know. When I had done the song at, as a demo in my in my uh, studio, yeah. And I and I looked into it, but I'm not Jamaican. But you know, I can do voices. I had done like a Jamaican type of thing, but I was like, people liked it, but I didn't like it. I was like, I need a, you know, I need real reggae artists on it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I searched and I searched and I found that brother right there, 
And yeah, and we're working on the video right now too. So you know, he dropped it. And I you know, I, I let him hear it, and then he dropped it. You know, put his own flavor on it, and I liked it. And so that's why I put that song together. It's called Dun Dun, like you show up dramatically on the scene. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. So um, when you said you found him, you mean through like resources, the internet? What do you mean exactly? Yeah, through the internet. Like I went through about at least like seven to eight different reggae artists, and some of them was actually just regular black dudes that was like doing regular voices and that's why I could have done that you know I just I wanted an actual reggae artist, so I found somebody from actual Jamaica mm-hmm. he's in Jamaica right now you know not Queens yeah. I found a couple of them too <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying he, uh, he's, he's a definite reggae artist you can check him out his name is Herb Seed H-E-R-B-S-E-E-D mm-hmm. okay okay so when you heard his music, you was like, I'm sold, huh? I'm like, this is a true reggae artist that's not famous, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, it, there's a lot of artists that's not famous that's better than other artists that's, that's famous. And I felt like he's one of these brothers. I was like, this brother is true reggae. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I could hear it. You know, I was like, so, you know, that's, I hooked up with him. And, you know, we seem to get along pretty fine. You know, we actually doing the video. So, mm-hmm. you know, we working on it. It's, it's, it's about 70% finished. Okay, okay. So, um, when it comes to this track, is it just a regular single? Is it going to be an EP? going to be an album? Like, what's your vision for it? Yeah, this song seemed to be getting some legs, so it seems like it's going to go on the next album that I'm working on. You know, I dropped one in 2018, one in 2019, and this is a, a single, you know, in, in 2020. So, I think the album will be out in 2021. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, from the people who've already heard the track, what is the feedback that you're getting on it? I'm getting, they, they think it's this old, they say they hear this old Brooklyn reggae hip-hop sound. Mm, gotcha. It's from Brooklyn. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that's why I wrote it like that because I'm from Brooklyn so originally mm-hmm. so I'm in jerk now but I'm from Brooklyn so that, that's the sound I have in my head when I hear reggae and hip hop mixed together absolutely because you know right now you know the, the evolution of music is forever changing but you know once in a while you keep hearing these other gems popping out of different cities and different states and a lot of them are coming from New York bringing you that real raw hip hop that heat that a lot of us have been feeding for exactly you know, so and, that, not, and not manufactured music. You know, so, sometimes the music sounds like it's on a conveyor belt. The track mm. sounds the same beat snare, and that same little weak snare that <laughs> they're doing the same thing. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it, it's kind of it gets on my nerves. You know, then it's like it was built so anybody could do it, and anybody can rap, but they build it like that. All you gotta do is say two two bars, and then you pause, then you say the same two bars again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Then you reverse it around and you say, did you hear me what I said? And you say it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all the same. <laughs> I said, I'm going to the stove. Boom, boom. I said, I'm going to the stove. You know, that's, that's how they do it. And I mean, like, it's funny to me. It's like, it's almost like comedy. It's all entertainment. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny to me. It's like comedy. You know, so. But you know, like I said, I don't hate on nobody. I let them do what they do, but. If you could do music like that, then I can comment on it. Like, some people probably comment on my music. Oh, that's the old school stuff. Okay, you got the right to say that. Mm-hmm. I don't get mad like that. You know what I'm talking about? Like, Absolutely. you got your opinion. I don't really care. Because that just opens the door so I can have an opinion. And I like that. Absolutely. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, everything is not for everybody. Whether it's new school or you consider old school. Because just because you... um 
have a style that is not 100% current. It's not me, it ain't hot. At the end of the day, it's not really about the style. It's all about the quality of the work itself. Either it's hot or it's not, period. Exactly. I'm here now. So yeah. I, don't, I don't see how somebody could call it old school. If, if I did it back in the days, it's old school. But if I'm doing it right now, it's right now. Unless That's it's like, um, when you hear it, it sound like some old head trying to be down. Like, those types, I get it. But, like, recently I've been um interviewing a lot of heavy hitters, a lot of hip-hop legends that's still putting on music today. And even if I didn't know who they were or their quality of work, based off the singles alone, it's fire. You know, I can't tell their age. I can't tell nothing but the heat that they brought to the track. That's because it's original hip-hop in its best form. So if you recognize that, you're always going to hear that, you know, and you can't get, it's like R&B. You could change R&B up, but you got to keep that original form in R&B or it's not R&B no more. Absolutely, absolutely. More harmonizing instead of just, um. Yes. Yeah. And auto-tune. Exactly. Factor mundo. Yeah, that's auto-tune music. Okay, that's what y'all like. Okay, great, but don't call it R&B. It's auto-tune music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's totally different from R&B. You got to know how to sing. To be R&B. Absolutely. How long you been in the game? Excuse me? How long you been in the game? How long I've been rapping since I was like 12 years old. Mm, okay. okay. I was a little kid around the block that wanted to rap with everybody, and they was like, get out of here. And so they let me do it one day. I was like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I respect it. Um, So my question for you is, what have you seen throughout the years and what's going on with evolution of hip-hop and certain things that made you shake your head and certain things you wish would change? Okay, now, I, I don't want anybody to get twisted. Like, I'm not one of these people that be like, oh, everything back in the days was good and everything now was whack. No, 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 I, I'm not like that. They had stuff back in the days that was whack. Young people think that's what they got to do 
to be somebody. They got to go to jail first before they can become a rapper. Like, we're messing our people up. And people don't think it's, it's, it's past music. It's just music. No, it's not. It's not just music. Music influenced the world. Our black music has influenced America since we got here. Absolutely. And we still doing that, and we not we not being responsible. So when you hear me talk about a rapper like that, I'm not disrespecting them. I'm telling them I see what the platform and influence that you got, and you you should be giving back positive vibes more than what you getting back. You know, you should and all that. I ain't no role model. You don't choose to be a role model. Mm-hmm. You, you just do something and get really popular, and people are watching you and giving you money for your product. So you owe it back to not do something whack. You might have started off doing some whack stuff, but now you should know better by now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, stop destroying, us, stop destroying ourselves with music. You can say the dumbest crap on music, and it's going to catch on. The music influences the mind. Absolutely. Whether people want to admit it now. You never can say it's just a record, it's just a song. You can't say that. Nope. It's a slap to the face. It's disrespectful to the culture. <laughs> You know, yep. and that's why. And if they kept it all in an adult platform, that'd be a different story. But since this is the music that goes out to the kids, right on the radio, you know, now that makes it bad. Because when you're an adult, you can listen to whatever you want to listen to. Mm-hmm. But when you when you put it out there to kids, and now your kids are saying, and I mean, it's like, come on, man, you're influencing the world, man. You're influencing the world not to give a f about us. You know, we, we got we got young black men talking about voting for Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, they messing us up. <laughs> we messed up in their head, man. Like, we messed up. We think it's all right to call each other the N-word like a terror of endearment. How many hundreds of slaves die hearing that word? Mm. If people could run up in their grave, you'd hear it all around the world right now. Absolutely. And so change is the we're going to change it. Okay, what if I called you an ignorant MF? Or can I change that? Say that's a term of endearment. No, you're not going to accept that. You know what I'm saying? No. So how about not giving that as a term of endearment? If you're talking about somebody bad that's a sellout or a coon, I get it. But as a term of endearment, nah, there ain't no term of endearment. Get out of here. You're just using that. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't stop saying it. I'm not stupid. I was young before a kid, and you catch on to a word, and you don't want to stop saying the word just because you're too immature. Absolutely. And you'll be calling each other that. I mean, come on, man. I mean, people can do what they want, but my opinion, you don't call each other that as a term of endearment. My son get a my son get a, 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 a on his report card. I'm like, that's good. Come on, man. How that sound? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when you go out there and act like that, then you wonder why. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I see it. Absolutely. Like some of the listeners said it right now that they like where you come how you coming off because you ain't doing nothing but speaking facts. Exactly. You know, and that's the same thing with some women who use the B word from an endearment. And my thing is this as an adult, as a human being, as an individual, you have the right to say what you want to say to a certain degree and do uh-huh. what you want to do to a certain degree. But exactly. when I'm included. <laughs> That's uh-huh. a whole nother story. Okay? Yeah, you can call you everybody. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Y'all can say it among yourselves or yep. whatever. I'll say what you shouldn't be saying. <laughs> I can't stop you. That's my opinion. You shouldn't be saying that. All right? So this shouldn't go beyond that. But if all this talking to me, like, what's up, my? Nah, man, that the slave master used to say that. Mm-hmm. That's my. No, 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 I'm not your 
you know, so don't do that, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Y'all can your horn. Let the kids do that. Kids are supposed to be, you know, not smart enough and run around saying that, not adults. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? We need to get in our own lane again. We 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 trying to be the kids. We painting our beards and mustaches with like black tar or something. I don't know what the hell we trying to do. We trying to still look like we young. I'm looking on the internet seeing these brothers. I know this brother myself. He at least 45 years old. Why he ain't got a strand of white or gray in his beard? Why is it so black? What is that? Paint? proper color or the barber didn't know the type of Beijing to put on them and people oh, do man. take it too far but I think that if that's show a couple of strands of gray show your progress don't be scared to show a couple of strands don't try to hide every last one of them you know let a couple of shine you know show people your know, maturity so maybe they won't keep treating you like a kid Mm-mm. people have the right to do what they want to do yeah, wear sure do. what they want to wear express how they want to express but once exactly. again once I'm connected <laughs> it's so you, probably you probably wouldn't allow your man to wear that fake ass black stuff would you nah if it ain't done right you ain't wearing it at all exactly. you know what I'm saying walk out the house looking like he got spray painted you know what I'm saying that's you're the same thing with like, the, you're um... going looking like you, you get somebody graffiti in your hand where you going mm-hmm. you know what like, so, you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing with the um the, the struggle hairlines. Just let it go. Exactly. Just let it go. Please. You know, it's like an old girlfriend. You, you break up in peace. You ain't got to break up with all that screaming and hollering and holding on. You know, just let it go. <laughs> exactly. Let I go literally people. just said that to one of them from the past. He was like, I want to reconnect. I said, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> you know what I'm you know what I'm that's another thing I don't believe in you know being best friends with your ex I well ex. I that's, think that's why they call them the ex because you cross their ass out right I think it depends on the situation and the dynamic and I'm only saying that based off experience and um some of the friendships that I've seen that there's some people that be invested so much in the exes that it's so much attachment, so much hurt and pain that it's just toxic to even be around each other and I get that. But if you are two mature adults that try to be together and it just didn't work, you know, you should not just toss away a good person just because you wasn't meant to be with them. So I honestly believe it depends on the situation. You know, I not saying you, that. I want you a good life, but I don't want to feel no more. What? Why? Yeah, that's you. But I'm saying it, it does work. It actually be some healthy um, friendships and relationships after the fact. You know, just like if you are best friends with someone, you try to work. Uh, you know what? Let's just be friends. Sometimes it's okay. Like, yeah, we tried it, but it's not going to work. But it's all about the maturity level and how you feel. And there's some people like, nah, I'm good. And that's okay. It's not a crazy thing. It's just everything is not for everybody. And that's you know, the part people are, have to realize. You are, more, you are more mature than I am. I, I'm, I'm immature when it comes to that part. <laughs> and we broke up. I don't want to see you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't wish you well. I don't wish you mad. <laughs> I don't wish you anything. I just wish you would just go ahead. You're my ex because I crossed you out. So I don't need to see you ever again. I'll never even hear you. And that's how I am. 
I understand that. You got kids, you got to wind up seeing, you know, that person. It's going to happen one day again. One day the kids are going to mm-hmm. marry you. You're going to eat it. But, you know, less contact is possible. It's, to me, it's awkward. You know, it's once we've been together and all that stuff, I don't need to be seeing you now. For little one. That's kind of awkward now. Yeah. Depending you on know, the situation, for sure. You know, you know what I know. If I, you, you know, he knows. You know, it's awkward. Yep, depending on the situation and who it is. Just like one of the guests right now, Tisha, she said she agree with you that it's weird. But like I said, everyone is different. Every dynamic is different. Exactly. You know, so. Oh, no, I'm telling you I'm wrong. I'm telling you I don't supposed to be acting like that. No, no. <laughs> no I get it. I, I was just. I, feel. I, was... I don't supposed to be acting like that, but that's how I feel. No, I, I get I, it. I, I figured me out. I know how to explain exactly who I am. Like, I figured me out. I said, oh, I don't like that. That's mm-hmm. why I don't talk to exes. Because I figured, like, why? Why? It's awkward now. I don't want to talk to you no more. You, you don't like me no more. So yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel about it. I may be dead wrong, but that's just how I feel oh about it. one of my idiosyncrasies. I'm, I'm almost perfect in any other way, so. No, I, I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I, I feel like I'm just like um my mother. Like, her ex-relationships and my ex-situationships, like, we ain't got no beef. You ain't my enemy. We just didn't work out. If I see you, hey, what's up? If you want to come to me for business-wise, because, you know, I do a lot of things when it comes to business. You need my point, my um advice on something. You can call me up. You can text me. But are we going to be, like, hanging out, buddy, buddy? No. But we could be cordial. If I see you somewhere, I'm not going to feel no type of way. Why? Because you're not my enemy. You and I just exactly. didn't work out on that level. And that's perfectly okay. I see all, I can see them all right now in the same room. I'll be like, what up to all of them? Like, I, I have no issues way. with you guys. I, I feel the same way. I might give you the wrong business tip on, tip on purpose, though. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when they be trying to give that special hug and they try to grab a cheek and stuff, now you tripping. <laughs> no, I, I don't hug my exes. I don't believe in all that. No like, you feel some type of way. Nah, nah. Bump that. Forget yeah. you. <laughs> I, even, I might see you walking down the street, walk right past you. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. I, I've done it before. They, hey, 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 what, what, hey, what's going on? Hey, yeah, yeah, hey. You know, we, we ain't together no more. Let me try to get back together. What am talking to you for? Get out of here. Go live your life. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely, and you know, it, it makes it really awkward, especially when it comes to new relationships, because, and that's why I say it's all about the um, mature level, and really communicating with that individual you're with now, because some of them, like yourself, now nah, I don't agree with that, y'all don't need to be friends, but I'm over here like, yo, I've known this dude for 30 plus years, like, I'm not gonna just kick him to the curb, because you feel some type of way, ain't nothing there, either you're gonna trust me, or you're not. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So it's it's really everything depends on the individuals at all times. Now if it's something that look really crazy, he looking like nah, something wrong. Then y'all gonna have to talk about that. That's what I tell people communication is key, and re- people really have to mature to a certain level because everybody's dynamic and what you're coming into is always gonna be different. This is what me and my wife did before we got married. We sat down and I was like, okay. I don't like this about people. I don't like this. I don't like this. Do you agree? <laughs> and she's like, I don't like that neither. I don't like this. And I'm like, okay, I won't do that. How about you? I won't do the stuff that you said you don't like. All right, great. Now let's get married. That's what we did. We admit that we don't <laughs> like certain stuff. Like, I, I know couples that don't admit to be jealous. You know, like, okay, I, what's the going on? I don't want you around that dude. Why? Because I'm kind of jealous. I don't like the way he be looking at you. And like, okay, great. And I ain't, I ain't going to be around that dude. That's how we operate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. none of us won't... 
you don't feel no funny way about, because I wouldn't do that to you, the same thing you don't want to do to me, I, I wouldn't do to you, you don't do that to me and we agree with that. And we don't have those problems. And we've been together for years and we don't have those problems because we both agree. We know that we we honest with each other. You know, like if, if, if I'm doing studio time, and some chick comes up in here and acting kind of flirty or something, she going to say, like, I don't really like that chick when she comes up in here. Mm-hmm. She be acting on disrespectful. I'll be like, okay, you can't come to the studio no more. That's how it works. And yeah. vice versa. And that's a you beautiful thing because you guys was mature enough to have the conversation and yeah. let each other know how you feel. And when she said she didn't like that female, it wasn't on some jealousy, insecure nonsense. It was a grown woman. I don't like her vibe. You need to check it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. But everybody ain't like, like y'all. Trust me. Same way. Same way. We do it. You know mm-hmm. So that's that's a beautiful thing. It's all about finding that one for you that gets it. Yeah, because if you act like you don't get jealous, then something is wrong with you. If that's your spouse, that's your man or your woman, you're gonna get jealous. You're not gonna want certain people around them and being all up on them. You're not gonna like that. So when you make believe that you don't mind, it kind of creates a disturbance. But when you both admit, yeah, I don't like nobody all up on in your face like that, neither. So I get it. You know what I'm saying? Then y'all both understand that. You know, I wouldn't so you call be it being. Wondering, you know? I wouldn't call it being jealous. It's all about I wouldn't want to see nobody cross that line when they're being disrespectful. Like with me and you, we're in the entertainment industry, right? So it's going to be admirers, it's going to be fans and stuff all around, want to take pictures, we laugh, we joke all the time. But if someone crosses the line of being disrespectful, that's when you got to check them. It's not me being jealous, but you better put her in check or I'm going to put her in check, period. Exactly. And it doesn't happen. Like, if there's something the dude couldn't do, like, say if a dude, like, one day I was, I, when I was doing my comedy, I got off the stage, and it's just this cowboy white woman just slapped me on my ass. Like, my wife wasn't like, well, why she slapped you on that? Like, I didn't do nothing. She did it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, we don't trip, you know, on the wrong way. You don't mad at the person for the wrong reason. You couldn't stop that woman from doing that. I couldn't have stopped her from doing that. And I ain't wanted to do it. But she did it. So she don't get mad because of that because she knows it's not something I did. It's something that that woman did. It's Absolutely. Like Absolutely. Don't be tripping. You know what I'm saying? You know what that means. Don't, we don't be tripping. No, I get it. And that happens all the time, too. When they're like, why you get mad at me for? I couldn't. Exactly. I ain't do nothing. <laughs> yeah, I ain't do nothing. Some dude, some dude whistle at you walking down the street. You didn't do that. That's <laughs> your It's so crazy. You, you know, be mad at that dude. Go get, go get that dude that, you know, that's, that did it. Absolutely. Someone got mad at me because the way somebody hugged me a half a second too long. I said, first of all, you ain't my man's. And you mad at me because he held me tight for half a second longer than you did? That's some insecurity nonsense. Don't put that on me. I'm innocent. I'm always innocent. <laughs> yeah, the, the not your man rule just rules over everything. I salute all the people that are in like relationship and marriage because you guys are good are the rest of us out here oh it's crazy it's crazy sometimes you can be talking about the same thing for two hours arguing and you stop and thinking you're talking about the same thing oh my god now see i don't i don't, think I don't... men and women just say stuff in different ways Absolutely. so a lot of times men and women be arguing and we're talking about the same thing we just saying i'm saying uh uh, uh, sky blue and you saying turquoise, you know, like you say same, same, but you know. clearly the sky is baby blue. <laughs> okay, well, see, that's what I'm talking about, see? see exactly. And, and that's another thing me and my wife talk about. You know, not, not too many colors, like 
we only know a certain amount of colors, and y'all got this other stuff that I'm finding out, like mauve and <laughs> You guys yeah. are living your best life with the regular eight cutlers, and we over here trying to be bougie with a pack of 64. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's craziness. But let me ask you this. When it comes to your wife, is she in the entertainment industry or no? Nope. Okay. She's not in the entertainment industry. And are you? Is better that way for you? Mm, I don't know. No, I, I, I like it the way she is. So I, when I met her, she wasn't in the entertainment business, so I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. You know how how I would care because the way she is, I wouldn't have to worry about you know nothing weird happening because I know how she is. Okay. Okay. And how does she feel about you and your music and everything? So when I first met her, that's what she liked about me. She yeah. said my music was real. She liked, she started, she was starting to not really dig hip hop too much because it started getting disrespectful. Ooh. And she thought that I embodied what actual hip hop was. And that she's not one of, she's not one of those people that just like any old hip hop music. You know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. you have to make sense. She's offended very easily by derogatory slurs and all kinds of stuff. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That is awesome. So we kind of just fit in like we we are the type of people, but then our backgrounds are different. I come from straight out the streets, and she comes from a background going to good schools from Long Island and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? And so it's just kind of weird. Nobody ever thought us two, you know? That's another thing. You can't put two people together. It's not for what you look, what it looked like to you. You know, and they're like, oh my God, how come so and so and so and so? Who cares? Exactly. Your opinion don't no, matter. This is the weirdest if I ever heard somebody say, I couldn't picture y'all two together. And I'd be like, y'all shouldn't be. What you call me? Some kind of weirdo? What you trying to pick? Why you trying to picture us together? Absolutely. It's horrible. Horrible. Yeah. You know, but, um, you know, we could talk about this subject forever because this is my favorite subject when it comes to love and relationships. And I love the dynamic because you're reminding me and putting it out there when I like to tell a lot of the, um, but I try to tell the listener, like, communication is everything. And you can find that one person you can genuinely connect to and actually have a conversation with. And you're not walking on eggshells. And you two just get each other. To me, exactly. that's like hitting the jackpot. <laughs> you know what the I mean? Thing is, the main thing is that not to do nothing that you don't want the other person to do. If you can do that. Y'all be just fine. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's bring it back to um the whole purpose of this whole entire interview is to put the people on to this new track. So I think we should play it. So won't you introduce it to the listeners? This is G Supreme and Herb Seed from Jamaica. This song is called Dun Dun. Dun Dun. <laughs> Me not fun, pop up on the scene like the man done done. Me not run, never run me son, cause me definitely not the one to get some done done. What you a trapping? I let to shoot the deafen. I might have sparked the sheriff, but I did it with telepathy. Awareness like Clark, Bill Walk blocks the me. Only observed by myself, cause it's done mentally. It's mentally. Witness my persistence, now listen to existence. While mentally and physically, you shiftless. I split this like molecules. Diabolical. Diabolical. Make your hair stand on your body to the follicle. Don't vex me, but let 
Done, done. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I see DJ Squeeze straight from Jamaica. He loving it right now. <laughs> All right, don't worry, DJ Squeeze. I'm going to send you the track so you can put it in rotation. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I appreciate that. Absolutely. I see David Wolf. Like, nice track. He said, nice track. I see a couple of flames. Okay. Okay. Tell him if he want the instrumental or the, or the, or the uh, acapella. Let me know. All right. So, see, I like that. You already ready to give up the DJ service pack. Exactly. This is what it is. I respect it. So, um, for the new listeners that probably just jumped on in, tell them the whole concept behind that track. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, it's me really liking action, and I rhyme, I, I rhyme quick. I, I've been rhyming quick for a long time, but recently I've just been doing certain songs. I want to slow down so so people can hear what I'm saying. So it's kind of the fast thing; people don't understand what I'm saying sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I made sure I did that, and I needed a really strong, crazy beat like that. 
to do it. And I, I needed a, a Jamaican person on there because I wrote the Jamaican lyrics, but I didn't want to do it because I'm not Jamaican. And mm-hmm. from where I come from, they call you faking Jamaican, a Rothman pop. Um. <laughs> you try to, you try to, you know what I'm saying? Even if it sounds good, you know, you do it. People are like, I know, but you really ain't Jamaican. That's that Rothman pasta, faking Jamaican. So I had to find a real, real Jamaican mm-hmm. that do real reggae. And that's who Herb Seed is, that brother right there. Shout oh. out to Herb Seed. Okay. True Rastafari. True Rastafari. But who produced the track, though? I did. Okay, okay. Okay. Straight out of playing studio. So everybody, anybody needs some track, you need mixing or mastering on your song and all that stuff, and you don't want them to charge you like hundreds of thousands of dollars, just hit me up. There you go. There you go. Alrighty. So this is the time of the show when you tell all the listeners anything you want them to know about chewing your music. They all listening. Okay, okay. It's G slash Supreme. That's the real one. The original G Supreme. I've been G Supreme since the 80s, since I was a teenager, since I was signed with Boogie Down Productions before Scott LaRock got killed. Rest in peace. And uh, if you want to check me out, you can find me on Facebook.com slash G Supreme 1, the number one. Or you can find the album, my albums, my previous albums on any platform, basically. Just put in G Supreme. Put in the album names like The Sue Spitter, uh, Preem Bing, Six Sense. I got like five solo albums I've done in recent times since 2009. So. My music is out there, and I'm working on a new album right now. So go check me out, G Supreme. Real hip-hop music. <laughs> I think it's just so funny when they be like, you know, I got that real hip-hop music. Because, you know, no shade to everybody else, but <clears throat> this is real. You know, emphasize on the real hip-hop music. Exactly. But I love it. Thank you. I, I love get it. it. You know? Like you said, everybody got different opinions of what they feel, but you got the right to speak how you feel about something. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm doing. I'm kind of speaking like that. That's what I feel real hip-hop is, you know, and I'm doing it my way. Other people do real hip-hop, too. I'm not the only person doing real hip-hop. Yeah. There's other people doing real hip-hop right now, too. And to me, that's that's it's, that's it's roots. And like I said, I don't know if I might have said this before, but if, if you're making sweet potato pie and now you decide you want, like, vegetarian crust, you want to use a wooden mm-hmm. pan, you can do that. <laughs> but if you don't put sweet potato pie in it, it's not sweet potato pie now. Oh, facts. Facts. So once you take the hip-hop out of hip-hop, it's not hip-hop. It's other forms of music. You can have it, but don't call it hip-hop and try to get rid of the original form. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm I totally understand. Music, call it what it is, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But, you know, it's not hip-hop, in my opinion. And I think that's where we are with it right now is the fact that, you know, when it comes to music, there's different types. You have singers, then you have rappers. With the singers, yeah. it is broken down in more categories. You know, like um, R&B, neo-soul, pop, <laughs> rock. Yeah country there's so many different categories for it so it makes it easier for them when it comes to rappers and mcs you're only put in the hip-hop category that you can't get mad at them that if this is what they classify themselves if there are no other genres to put them in you know that's when they started coming up with like like trap music and of course the mumble map is a subtitle but if they have nothing else to tie themselves, what do you say? Like me, for instance, right? When I'm wearing my music artist hat, 
you know, technically based off the selections, I am considered a hip hop artist, right? But depending on my mood, I may do some songs with like a melodic undertone. Some people are like, well, this sounds like R&B to me. Are you an R&B singer? I'm like, no, but technically based off the list, I'm a hip hop artist. I'm just a diverse artist. And I'm like, and I want to, I just want to say like, I don't discredit anybody who hit whole hard with the metaphors and the punchline and get that real raw up in the underground, you know, because I could do it all. But I tell people, I just put myself in a category that the business said technically I am in. And if you are someone who likes strictly love on the underground and you don't understand or say that this is not the same as yours, if they have another category for it, put me under it. Me personally, I don't care about my category. I'm just expressing myself. Through my music, whatever comes out is what comes out. You put it where you want that's going to make you feel better. But I ain't stopped doing it regardless. Exactly. The only reason why I have a problem with that label like that, because what happens is when you do real hip-hop, they listen to the new stuff and say, look at the real hip-hop, the original hip-hop, and go, oh, that's not hip-hop. It's this new stuff over here. You see, so what they're doing, it's taking away the name of what actual hip-hop is and giving it to another genre that's actually other genres. Mm-hmm. So... And it makes it seem like real hip-hop is not really hip-hop now. You know, so that's the only reason why, like, you can't get rid of music. Like, once trap music is here, you can't get rid of it. No, but put it in its own category. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's how I feel about it. Like, put it where it's at. Don't call it hip-hop and give give trap music hip-hop awards. Give it trap music awards. Because that's Mm -hmm. what it is. That's what they call it. conversations because I I promote everyone's an individual everyone's entitled to their own opinion everyone like what they like and if you don't like something you ain't got to listen (laughs) that's how I feel you know they don't like what I'm saying don't listen to me then you know but I'm gonna do what I do till I can't until my jaw don't work Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah but you're right the reason why and the crazy part is I was talking to this other person from New York too and it was like hip hop is still young 
you know, it has been as long as the other um, genres and stuff. And it's still fresh and we're still trying to get it right. And, you know, at certain times I wish there was other topics we talked about. You know, even when it comes to, like, the other female rappers, like, they doing their thing right now. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not, I'm never hating another one. I listen to their songs. I'll bop to it. I'll twerk to it. I'll rock out a little bit. Certain lyrics, or oh, well, a lot of lyrics, it makes you a little bit uncomfortable, you know, when I'm trying to get to your music. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And I'm uh, like, and, and, and me, mom, The mistake with that is a lot of females, instead of rapping from their point of view, they're trying to act like a dude. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to counter what the dude is saying. Where if a female rap from a female's mind, a lot of dudes won't be able to mess with them because a lot of dudes is full of mess, you know what I'm saying? So if a woman talks from her heart how she feels about it with her lyrics, a lot of dudes won't be able to mess with them. This is why Queen Latifah gave you a long a hard time back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because she talked from a female's point of view instead of just trying to be like a dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so it kind of... They expected her to rap like in a, in a hard type of way, you know, but she was rapping from a very feminine point of view. Oh, you not he why? Who you calling her? You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. So that that's the strong part of female rap, if you ask me, that's the missing. Instead of accepting the fact that you a B-word, fighting against it, like, don't be calling me that. You know, like, you might got your, your B's that you going to call that, but don't be calling me that. Kind of like what you were saying. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what you do with your problem, like, your business, but when it comes to me, that's what you said, right? Exactly. Like they be like, oh, you know what I mean. It's not about what you mean. You ain't just calling me that, period. Exactly. <laughs> so that's how I feel about the N-word. Like, me and my friends, sometimes, we be like, yo, brother, don't don't say that to me. Correct yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm your brother. Mm-hmm. We used to say peace, God, to each other. Now you calling me the N-word? Mm-hmm. And see, brothers don't like to go that deep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you used to call me, and we used to talk to each other like that. Because people say, well, how you going to call yourself God? Because it's better than calling each other N-words and bitches. Mm. But sometimes you got to aim really high so you can meet the right you know, circumstance. So you, because you got to aim high. And so I'd rather call each other gods and goddesses and prince and kings and mm-hmm. then call each other that. Because then all we trying to do is set that criteria. Absolutely. And that's the way I thought since I was a kid. My brother taught me that. And ever since then, I've been a certain way. I have to live up to the name Supreme. If I call myself Supreme, I need to live up to that. But if you call me Stanky Pants or Dookie, <laughs> then I'm, that's how I'm going to live. That's how I'm going to be on this shit. Excuse my language. You understand? Yeah. And we be, naming, we be naming our kids that, you know, doodle butt. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, don't call your kids that. <laughs> Your kid going to grow up, ain't going to think he was enough. <laughs> how many kids, how, how many stinky pants did something good in life? Ooh. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So what your name is is how you kind of follow that. It's, it's, it's these books that tell you what your name means. And when you name something, a lot of times you go right towards that direction. Yeah. They said in the black community, Tyrone and Jerome, it's not a really a good name to hear for some reason. Mm. And then... Uh, why do they make fun of Tyrone's and Jerome's? That's why? You know, like, it, it, it all means something. I might not got the answer to it all, but names mean something. When you hear a name, you respond to that. Absolutely. You right? Mm. And I know everybody's like, ah, oh, that's because he owns. You know, I've been like this since I was a teenager. Asking me when I know, they thought, oh, you're always saying stuff like that. Yeah, because I'm... That's the way I feel. I've been like this since I was a kid. Absolutely. So, you know, that's just me. And we respect you. 
and we want you to cause forever and continue to be you. Because no I don't like like the fake and funny. I mean, fake and phony and everyone acting like I respect the individuals who know who they are and own who they are. You know, and really be out there just speaking truth. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of rappers they call gangster rappers that came up that was actually talking something that they knew about and was kind of just explaining to you how something was. And they wasn't trying to promote, you know, I'm a gangster, go out there and kill and rob while I live in sunny, sunny California, stay street, you know, like all that stuff. Like, why are you telling people to stay street? You got out of the street and you making sure you live in high life. You're talking about it, but you're telling people to stay street. Street is not a human. Street is a place, man. That's not, not that important. You live on the street, you're supposed to just be proud that you did because you don't need to be unproud of something that you couldn't change. So that's why that's made like that. You're supposed to be proud of anything you did that you couldn't control. If you was raised in the sewer, be proud of it so you won't think you're less because you couldn't control that. That's what that's about. It's not about never get out and don't never move beyond that. You know, I ain't a lot of cafe. You know, I'm raised and live and die in Brooklyn or, or Bronx or whatever. And if it's not a good neighborhood environment, don't tell yourself that. Mm-hmm. It might be around where people are out trying to kill you or do something to you. Then you need to get the hell out of that town. Then you ain't the town. the town. The town is just a place. It's a noun. You know, it's a place. It's, it's not something connected to you. So sometimes you do got to move on. Not now because of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you got to move and go other places. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Whew, this has definitely been unexpected. <laughs> yeah, I talk a lot. I'm sorry, I talk a lot. No, it's not. A, it's not a bad thing. I know it already. I know I talk a lot. No, um, to a certain degree, I don't look at it as talking a lot, especially during this platform, because it's information like this that needs to be heard. You know. So it is perfectly okay for right now. Does that make sense? Yep. There's always a time to turn your mic up, and then there's a time to turn your mic off. (laughs) And in this moment, I am perfectly okay with you turning your mic up and speaking your truth, speaking how you feel. Because, like I said, Nothing wrong with what people are doing. I think a lot of it is great. I, I love some of the changes. I'm happy with all of it, and that's fine. But then sometimes I tell when you, I want to have conversations where it's like live affirmations. Little things to remind people, just like with the culture of hip-hop. Let's remind exactly where it came from. Let's remind people where it started, like what we had to go through to just get the the respect of it. And then by the time we finally started getting respect for hip hop, this crazy stuff started happening and then we lost it for a moment. <laughs> like, we got food. They let people say that we think, think we changed and evolved hip hop. We didn't change and evolve hip hop. The power that be changed and evolved it. They didn't want us talking black power, fight the power mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So they, they took the ones that were saying the stupid stuff and made that the famous stuff. That's what they did. We didn't change it. They were all, always whacking stupid rappers saying the stupid stuff. But all of a sudden, the power that we took those and put them in front and put the people like Public Enemy, KRS, or put that in the back. You understand? Because they want that narrative. They want the narrative that we pimps and N-words. and other. So then when they shoot us, they say, well, they pimps and hustlers and... and Anyway, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's part of it. 
that's part of the destruction of black men and women. So people don't like to talk about that sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm but that is part of it. That is part of it. Once we degrade each other and don't like each other, when something happens to us, the rest of the world will say, well, you know, look at them. They pimps anyway, pimps and players and hustlers and, 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 and so that's, that's, that's part of the trick. And we fell for it. We knew that they stole R&B from us. We knew that they stole uh, rock and roll from us. And we let them steal hip hop again. We, mm-hmm. we let them do it again. Absolutely. A vicious so, you know, everybody's like, oh, what a, what a, what a interview. Oh, man, this dude is always talking this up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> I love it. You're right, teacher. Get back to the real music. Just got to respect exactly. the game of life. I'm just reading yeah, all the comments while we talk. There's artists out there that sound good. It's not, not just me, you know, so mm-hmm. they don't want to listen to that, though. Mm-hmm. You're right. Well, this is what you do. This is the type of music that you produce. And it's not that you're over here trying to keep up with the times. you just being you. And I respect that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. In fact, one of my songs, I start off like that. I'm just me. That's how it be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, this is uh, <laughs> supposed to be a short interview, but you end up um, actually doing the whole entire T-Quest show. Oh, my bad. No, 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 no. That's not a bad thing because, like I said, sometimes when I do certain runs with people, they're only for a moment. Like, the last um, six weeks, I was doing a run with um, Sony artists, right? And the contract only said I'd been you for 10 to 15 minutes. But I'm like, if they really got something to say or a story to tell and they can rock with your girl, I'll give them the whole hour. Exactly. You oh, know? You sometimes people be like, because I interview people, sometimes they'd be like, so how do you feel about hip-hop music? Great. Like they give you one word answer, so the interview's over in like 10 minutes. Exactly. And that's okay. Sometimes you can get, because I, I know I've done an interview um, for 10, 15 minutes, and I gave him everything he needs to do. Why? Because I've been doing this for so long that I know how to tell my story within an hour, 45 minutes, 30, 15, 10, even 5. You know what I'm saying? So it's all about knowing the platform. But if they give it to you, take advantage of it in the right way. Someone don't know how to take advantage of the right way. They be over here, you know, following me on the gram. You know, hit me up over here, yeah, I mean, like all this crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I'm like, nah, this is your your chance to really tell your story if you have a real story. This is a time to really voice your opinion if you really have an opinion. Most people don't give you the opportunity. You have to take advantage of your platform. And then once you do have a platform, you need to know how to properly take advantage of it. Exactly. And they don't. like. And you hate when somebody goes, nah, I mean, and you don't know what they mean. And I'll tell them, too. And some of my listeners, they used to laugh at me like, yo, did you really just say that? I'm like, yes, I did. Because just because you say, yeah, I mean, does not mean I know what you mean. Nah, no. Actually, I don't. Can you explain first? That's when you get technical. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But um, like I said, this has been an awesome interview. Thank you. And I... I I appreciate you being you, 
not just as an artist, but as a man. You Thank know? you very much. And just making me proud as a, you know, an East Coaster myself. Let me stop. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I know you probably recognize, like, most, a lot of black men don't get to hear that from a whole lot of people, so I really appreciate that. Oh, I praise my black men, you know, because I feel like you guys go through so much, and sometimes you don't need another person to fight. You need someone just to hug you, another person just to love you, another person just to cherish you, another person just to be there for you. Exactly. You know, so, I appreciate that. My Absolutely, and they be like, "You over here flirting with everybody?" I'm not flirting with everybody. I'm putting a no, smile on everybody's that's, face. There's a difference. Exactly, exactly. I understand it 100. percent See, that's that's where we go wrong. I don't want to get back and just start talking again, but that's where we go wrong sometimes. Like just to appreciate each other, like in the '90s, peace, my sister, my brother. Like that's how we used to do back then, and that's all respect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's been awesome. Once again, be before we go, um, just remind the people who you are, the single, where they can find it, and follow you going forward. You can just push up G slash, no, G dash Supreme, the real one. You know, like I'm saying, you can go check me out on dreparker.com. That's where you see most of my stuff at. And this has been G Supreme. Check out the new single, Done Done with me and Herb Seed. And this has been T Quest. Peace. <laughs> all right just straight to the point so um i'm gonna hit you up probably give me some dj drops and some radio drops from you i'll send you some scripts that sound good no problem like i said if your dj want an instrumental or acapella something let me know absolutely you can look at my library and you know and you pick a song and absolutely. i might if you need one something let me know absolutely so you want me to give them like your email or something or because exactly. i I ain't trying to be the middle person for everybody's stuff. I'm too busy. <laughs> you give me my email. If you want to email, anybody want to email me, email me, email me at G-E-E Supreme at Hotmail.com. There you go, gang, gang. Let me stop. Exactly. <laughs> All so right. Thank you a lot. I appreciate it. Absolutely. One love to everybody. Absolutely. And it's your girl, T-Quest. You just tune into the T Quest show, relatable, informative, yet entertaining. Special shout out to G Supreme being on the platform yet again and dropping that knowledge because sometimes that's something we all need to hear. You know, you can follow me on all social media platforms at T Quest GLM. Download that T Quest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your App Store. If you need any of my services, you know, I've got a, that drop down list on that website, GodLoveMeWorld.com. It's only about 37 services because you know your girl is talented. You pick that thing and let's make some magic happen. And we're going to end this show actually playing his track because that's what this show is all about me not run, never run me son, cause me definitely not the one to get some done done. But you a Jeffy, I never shoot the Jeffy, I might have spoke the sheriff, but I did it with telepathy, awareness like Clark, Bill Walk, watch the beat, only observed by myself cause it's done mentally, it's meant to be, witness my persistence, now listen to existence, while mentally and physically you shiftless, I split this, like molecules, diabolical, make your hair stand on your body, Professor X will be my student. It's futile. I can do 
Strong. 